Well, I'll tell you what, I couldn't think of a much better alumni guest to join us during this very special week where we celebrate the harvest and, of course, give thanks to all that we have, namely family and friends. It was uh, during this week of Thanksgiving, we are thrilled that uh, this guy is still with us, Alden Hirschfeld. He survived one of the scariest moments in the 25-year history of the Grand Rapids Griffins and the Van Andel Arena. We take you back to early January of 2016. You know what? They're, they're something's singing. Wrong, something's yeah. wrong here. Something's, something's seriously wrong now. There's a little bit of a panic. You got somebody down on the bench. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Everybody is off the Grand Rapids bench. They've opened up. The, they're, they're bringing, bringing out a stretcher. This, yeah. So I tell you. It gives me goosebumps. It probably scares the daylights out of most people, myself included. Alden Hirschfeld, it was a night that uh, will go down as one that uh, we will all remember, no doubt. Uh, so great to see you. So great that you survived that. And almost four years later now, here you are. Great to see you. Great to see you, too. No, it's, uh, you know, it has been a long time, but, uh, to, you know, just to, kind of hear back that little story, uh, you know, that you talked about and Bob, you know, we talked a little earlier, but, uh, you know, it brings back some, you know, crazy and interesting memories, but also great ones at the same time. Cause I think of, you know, all the good times and great times, you know, we had there in GR and every time I was up was, you know, just a blast. You know, we'll be showing some more video of the incident and we don't want to make, uh, you know, uh, make this whole interview about that. We want to celebrate Alvin Hirschfeld for what you have uh, come back from uh, that night, namely, although it started earlier for you, Alvin, it was the first time during a hockey game or anything related to hockey, from my understanding, uh, was the, you know, you had had seizures before, but uh, they were mostly during times when you were asleep. Yeah, I had, uh, I actually, I had only had two before that and I'd never been awake for any of them. So I didn't really know, you know, I had them. The, the one during the game, I, I was sitting on the bench, and I uh, I think it was uh, Nastasia. I don't know exactly who was right next to me, but that's kind of the last thing I remember. And then after that, it wasn't until I was, you know, kind of at the hospital and, you know, kind of – I think I was actually wondering where exactly I was and what had happened. And then as soon as I was told, you know, you had a seizure, it was, you know, during the game, and I was like – my heart just, I couldn't believe it. You know, I just felt so bad, you know, a lot for, you know, the team and the fans and everybody. I didn't know, you know, what to expect. And, you know, it was just to be awake and have one, you know, something I've never, you know, experienced or done before. And, um, you know, it's something that, you know, I, that triggers in my head and I always think of, but uh, yeah, you know, cra crazy time for sure. I, you know, I, I feel bad for, you know, the organization, I feel bad for the organization and the fans that all had to see it. My goodness gracious. Uh, but don't, uh, don't feel bad. They're all thrilled that you're, you're still with us all then. And, you know, you had so much support. Uh, you're such a good, good, good man. And uh, you know, people just gravitate towards you and that support here in Grand Rapids uh, was certainly uh, uh, borderline overwhelming, but you also, the grace of God, your wife, Lauren was here. Your dad was your dad climbed the glass and went out on the ice when they were stretching you off. Yeah, they they happened to be at the game. It was awesome. They hadn't made it to uh, a ton. And then uh, the game, they do make it. This happens. But I ended up seeing a picture in the, the newspaper or somewhere and my dad's standing there on the bench. And then once <laughs> I had came back to, you know, knowing what all happened, that's when, you know, he told me, yeah, I booked it right down. He goes, I jumped over. He jumped over the glass to get onto the bench and uh, said that, you know, he was just trying to help everybody stay calm and know that, you know, hope, you know, it was okay. And, 
you know, you know, things were, you know, the seizure and stuff were happening, but uh, yeah, crazy for sure. Well, over the next, uh, you know, several weeks, lots and lots of doctors involved trying to figure out what is going on. The ultimate diagnosis uh, uh, was a, a left temporal lobe, right? A vascular malformation, which a couple of months later required some massive surgery. Uh, uh, for those squeamish, you might want to turn away if you don't want to see the picture of the post-surgery. Yeah, the surgery, well, Detroit did a good job of, you know, setting me up and with, with good doctors and, and surgeons. And, uh, you know, once they got in and figured out, you know, where the malformation was um, and kind of what was triggered, what triggered the seizure, um, that's where they went in and uh, removed. And it was a cavernous malformation right there in my left temporal lobe, like you said. Um, you know, and, and it took a, you know, that was a pretty intense surgery. I was up there in GR where I had it done for, uh, I was up there for a week in the hospital, I believe. And then I was, you know, basically on bed rest for, uh, the next three and a month or so about a month total. And, uh, one of the crazier things that happened from it, I'll say is I honestly got up. I, I pretty much slept majority of every single day. I was just on, uh, you know, medications and things for, for my the surgery. But, uh, I got, car sick and seasick backing out of the, the driveway. <laughs> so I, and, and just from the sun and being outside, just cause I had been in the, you know, the lights and the dark and all that for so long. So, and then just other, you know, recovery steps after that, um, you know, trying to figure out medications and stuff that works, but it was, uh, yeah, it was an intense moment. I'll tell you too, the, the, the support and love I got from the fans and GR and around the league itself, the uh, AHL, just everybody in general in the hockey world uh, was a blessing. You know, I couldn't have been more thankful for that. And then, uh, you know, my teammates coming and popping in to see me and bring me some magazines and some snacks. You know, I didn't feel the greatest and couldn't really, you know, I don't remember them coming in or and whatnot, but, you know, I know they were there. And uh, so it was, you know, it was special. Well, we can smile and chuckle about some things now, Alden, just because for the next uh, couple of years, everything was pretty much clear. Uh, you know, then you had a little bit of a, uh, a rough ride there. We'll get into that here in just a moment. But all in all, Alden Hirschfeld is doing pretty darn well. And what a remarkable story. Uh, your comeback. I'm just blown away by your desire to continue to play hockey. You're an Ohio boy, a Toledo area boy, not going to be denied coming back. And eventually uh, you do, in fact, uh, what, six, seven months after all this came down, eight months, I guess, uh, is October of 2016, you start playing again for the Toledo Wally. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was special for sure. I, I you know, I'll, I haven't really watched, uh, you know, a video of it. And I, I can just look at this picture. I've actually gotten uh, – you know, framed and it's when I came out of that tunnel the first time and I get you know chills right now even just thinking about it as the everybody in the rink standing up and you know just putting my stick up in the air and being back on the ice it well was, let's 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 you know, watch that emotional. video shall we yeah let's watch that video we've got uh, we've got the video of your 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 return I think it was October yeah October 22nd 2016 uh, that beautiful Huntington Center downtown uh, downtown Toledo Ohio And they can just come back to the Huntington Center in the Glass City for the first game this season. Let's give a big warm tea town welcome to Toledo so yeah, no doubt. You you watch that now, Alden, and, and like you say, you're starting to comment on it, but now that you watch it again, 
uh, just the emotions have got to be pouring out of you. Yeah, it was special uh, for sure. And, you know, how my family was at the game when things happened in GR, you know, they were at that game there in Toledo, and I know it was special for them too just to, you know, know that they're, you know, for my parents, their son and my wife, is their husband, and, uh, you know, my, my daughter too, her dad, like just to be back out doing what he loves and get another opportunity, uh, you know, just special to, to be able to do that. And made even more special because, like we say, you're from that area. You, you went to Sylvania, uh, uh, Sylvania Northview High School, right? Played hockey yep. there. Then to Miami of Ohio. I'm hoping you went to Miami of Ohio just because you hate Ohio State. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure that's the case or not, but Miami that's Ohio. Who I, that, that's who I was picking between, actually, was okay. Miami and Ohio State. My mom went to Ohio State, and my dad actually went. He played football at Miami. So I was, it was between which, who, where I wanted to go at. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Miami is where I ended up going, and it was a blast. You know, check and see, did your dad happen to play with uh, Luke Glendening's father, Tom? I'm not sure if they would have check. been about I'm the same sure. time. I, I just did an interview with Luke last week. We were talking about his dad. In fact, Luke was joking. He said, you know, my, my brother and I, we didn't even really know my dad played college football until we were in, like, high school. That's how humble a guy uh, Tom Glendening is, and, and the – both Luke and, and Joe that way too. So, 100%. but boy, what a what a story though. Uh, you know, the local boy, uh, not going to be denied coming back and playing for the Toledo Walleye. You go on and have your best season as a pro that year, 2016-17. 23 goals in like what 65 games or something. Yeah, something like that. I know it was. I know it was my best. And uh, you know, I don't know if that was. You know, maybe it was tied to the head and just the desire, the want, and the will to get back or to prove that you can do it, or you know, just you know, the good Lord supporting me in, in a way on that on the ice. But uh, like I said, it was all planned. And, you know, I, it was it, to be able to get back on the ice, still thinking about it now gives me, you know, chills. And uh, I couldn't have, you know, the doctors in Grand Rapids and who the Red Wing staff helped set me up with to get the, you know, the best, you know, surgery and health uh, experts involved was, you know, a blessing. How hard was it to convince Lauren and the rest of your family that this is what – I'm, I've got to do. Well, it was, it was, they wanted me to do whatever I wanted to do and they would support that. Obviously. Um, the hard part was I, I went to several, there was several different, uh, doctors and, and surgeons. I, I had asked for, and their thoughts were, um, you know, the GR doc, like that, like I said, the GR doctors had no problem with it. They thought, you know, um, with everything that happened and they had fixed it and, you know, how I was doing, they, they thought, um, you know, if I wanted to do it, I, I, I had no problems. And, and then I checked, uh, a couple other cities with, with doctors, uh, Cleveland's one where there was, if I, you know, if, if that's where I went or had the surgery, there was no chance I was, you know, they were, she was going to clear me or be able to play, uh, hockey. Michigan was kind of a 50, 50 up at U of N. They, they, we're going to wait and see how things went and all that. So part of it was, you know, they knew I wanted to, and they also, you know, the, they wanted to trust the doctors and the surgeons who did it. And uh, uh, Dr. Elisevich, who was the surgeon up there who, who did it, uh, you know, he'd done over 600 cases just in the left temporal lobe where mine was itself. And, uh, you know, for the confidence and, you know, what he had to offer and do and, I feel like he, you know, he, he, what he says would be what I would follow. And the fact that, you know, he was comfortable and confident with it being allowed to play again. Um, I was glad I got that opportunity. So if, if so if you haven't challenged your doctors enough, the following yeah. year, 2017, 18, what is, what does Alden Hirschfeld go out and do? Blows out his knee. 
And that, now, we can't chuckle about that because it pretty much ends your career. You announce your retirement, I think, it was the following October, uh, the game you love, uh, at least as far as playing, was over. But, man, it is so great that you're still in the game as well. You should be all in uh, contributing as an assistant coach uh, with former Griffin uh, Andy Delmore as an assistant to Dan Watson in one of the you know great hockey cities and one of the best organizations, the Toledo Walleye. Boy, things have turned out pretty darn good. Yes, absolutely. You know, to like you said, originally off the start, you know, tied it to your hometown and where you're from and your family's from and your wife and your in-laws, you know, just to be, you know, surrounded by, you know, family and an organization, um, you know, that's tied to, you know, GR and Detroit themselves, you know, just a kind of a family, it, it feels, you know, it's in my hometown. And then, like you said, I, uh, you know, before we talked at Blash was, you know, right on top here as soon as, you know, things happen, trying to figure out what happened during the game that night um, as Nelly was the coach in GR. But uh, it, it, I just feel like I've been a part of it for, for so long with them and, and Tide. You know, Blash was kind of semi a part of me as uh, recruiting me to Miami and then uh, coaching in GR and then in Detroit and then now me tied through Toledo um, off the ice and still a part of, you know, meetings and things with them throughout the year is, uh, you know, it's a blessing. Like I said, it's comfortable. It's, 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 uh, you know, really what you enjoy to do every day is, is, uh, what matters most. And the, the ability for me to do that is, is special. Uh, I know for one, know for sure firsthand for 40 years in this business that, uh, uh, there is nothing like a hockey fraternity. And that night that it happened, I happened to be off that night watching my son play uh, college hockey in Saginaw. And I'm getting my phone is just lighting up, including a call from Jeff Blaschel. What's going on? What's going on? He, had, he didn't know who it was. Eventually we find out it's you. The panic for the next several hours, the number of text and tweets, uh, uh, phone calls was incredible just because of the, the outpouring of concern for Alvin Hirschfeld was absolutely overwhelming. Yeah, like I said earlier, too, you know, the amount of, you know, messages, I, I don't get on, uh, you know, social media too much and spend what, but, you know, after that, the amount of, you know, messages and things that came pouring through just, uh, you know, from the fans and checking in on me and how I was doing and, you know, just saying, you know, they were thinking of me or praying for me and all that, you know, that's, that's special stuff, too, that, you know, not everybody knows that, you, you know, you do see it or we do see it as players or myself. I saw it. Um, you can't always get back to everybody, but, um, you know, it's, it, it helps, it helps players myself and those with injuries and surgeries and brain things, uh, you know, battle through things and, you know, just the anxiety about it all, you know, the love and support from the fans really, uh, you know, helps push you through things. All right, Hirsch, update us now. Uh, we mentioned that you've, uh, you know, you had a little bit of a rough patch there after a couple of years after the surgery. Uh, you suffered a few more seizures. Uh, knock on wood now, things have stabilized over the last uh, year plus. Give us the latest. Yeah, so like you said there, I, I uh, you know, I had made it over two years there. So uh, technically was epilepsy free for uh, about five days. I think it was right after those two years. I, I had another one and then uh, – had four more just through over kind of the span of the summer and uh, actually came back up to GR, got some tests done, got some changes and some medication and uh, all's been good for a little over a year now. But, uh, you know, he's continued to battle it. You listen to the doctors, you try and change things. It's, uh, you know, 
you just kind of take it one day at a time. I mean, each you, you should do that anyways, I feel. You know, every day is, is special and, you know, so just live each day to the fullest and that's that's all we can do. Uh, like you said, too, my family, uh, you know, it's awesome now with, with them. It's still away a, a lot, you know, tied to the game. But, uh, you know, now that my son and daughter both have been getting on the ice and, uh, you know, we're actually in the process of building a house. Yeah, right building now. A, I hope so, there's a hot backyard rink in the plans there, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, there's a – well, there, there's semi. Is It'll depend on the temperature if it gets cold enough. Yeah. I got a, <laughs> uh, a pond uh, – I – my one of my favorite things to do and always do, uh, been is in fishing. So uh, we've got a pond in the backyard. I actually did that before the house uh, just because I uh, wanted the fish to grow. But uh, it's awesome. You know, we're loving it. Uh, fam- the, like I said, the family's good. Kids, it's my daughter's first full year in school. So she's in kindergarten, gone now Monday through Friday. Um, her school's still actually uh, going each week. In full class, days. Oh, great. Uh, in class, yeah, they've been doing that uh, – knock on wood the full year now so it's uh it's been good she's been liking it getting used to you know being gone away for full days and in school it's uh it's neat you know my son he was supposed to start preschool this year but uh with everything you know that's uh, happened we've we've held him back uh just because i think the, the school in general shut down but he'll be in preschool next year and man i tell you time is uh flying i still remember actually when uh, vivian was born yeah i was it we were i was in gr i think the t we were going down to charlotte or somewhere yeah, that i remember yeah we were like well blash was like oh, we were trying to whoever we were trying to figure out the travel and the scheduling and if i was gonna you know should we book you a flight or not and it was kind of all still a toss-up of uh what was gonna happen but uh you know it was good i'm you know just uh the gr like i said the fans my teammates hoagie was the captain unbelievable guy uh you know, he, they did so much just through my, you know, my head injuries and then also just the birth of uh, my first kid, my daughter, when, when I was up there, you know, it's, it's special memories that, you know, it's, it's not necessarily on the ice, but it's tied to the hockey game and the hockey world. And, uh, you know, it means a lot. It's just uh, special. It is an incredibly significant uh, industry in terms of the, the love and the camaraderie, uh, uh, and I can't tell you the number of people asking me about Alvin Hirschfeld and past Griffins. And, you know, we felt this was just the perfect week to get John Hirsch and uh, to Lauren and, and to Vivian and to Carson, your son, who's three now, like you say, uh, we wish you guys the best of the holidays. I'm sure these holidays take on probably a little more special meaning given what you've been through these last several years. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, every day is a blessing. And uh, with this Thanksgiving coming up, it's uh everybody's been through a tough year, you know, and uh, you just hope that everybody is thankful for what they've got and what they've been given. And, you know, we celebrate this uh, holiday, uh, you know, as a family in the hockey world and just support each other. We wish each other well, and um, we'll keep battling through this as a country together. And, uh, you know, hopefully the hockey world will be ready to go next season or this season, even if things go they're supposed to, the way they're supposed to be going. Um, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. You're an inspiration and a hero, man. Happy Thanksgiving, Hirsch, to you and your family. Thanks, Bob. You as well. Griffins Nation, you guys as well. Love you all. Wish you the best.